this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from the United Press. Flash, Washington. We interrupt our program to bring you a special broadcast. The German news agency... We interrupt this program to bring you a news bulletin from Washington. The White House has just announced... Here is a news bulletin. Shots have reportedly been fired. Here's another late development, and this news keeps coming in. This is an NBC News hotline report. Special report. Verdict sparks violence. National Guard... secret testimony of the miserable souls who survived this terrifying ordeal. The incidents, the places. My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Can your heart stand the shocking facts of the true story of Vance Pollock? From the land of the sky and to high strangers around the globe, this is Speaking of Strange with Joshua P. Warren. And in the driver's seat for Joshua P. Warren tonight, I am Vance Pollock. The world is becoming more and more insane every day. Welcome to the program that gives you breaking news and insight into the paranormal and downright weird, where the unusual becomes un... Uh, where the unusual becomes usual, and we don't just discuss it. We go into the field to investigate. Joined in the studio this week, uh, the first episode of 2017 by investigator Shelley Wright. How are you, dear Shelley? I am great. It's wonderful to be back in the studio after so long. Got that right. And producer Sam the Animal Steel. How are you, Sam? What's up, Mr. Pollock? Yes, it's been quite a long... Uh... Hiatus on the show here. Yes. Uh, I haven't seen either of you in the new year. Happy 2017. Right. The year of the rooster. It's a fire rooster year. I think we've actually got uh, the rest of this month pretty much as a uh, fire monkey year, but uh, 2017. Year of the rooster. I'm a year of the dragon. Uh huh. What, what are you? I'm year of the boar. And we've got three hours for me to prove it. <laughs> Tonight, we're going to take you, dear listeners, on a roller coaster ride. We're going to play catch up a little bit. We're going to uh, visit the year 2016 in deaths. I know uh, it was a depressing year for some people, and a lot of folks are glad to shake it. They're hoping uh, for uh, better news in 2017, but we'll we'll look back and, and uh, give... Uh, Pay our respects to uh, some of those we've lost in 2016. 
It was uh, quite a lot, wasn't there? Absolutely. Hour two, I think uh, we're going to do a little something since we've got Shelly here. And Shelly and I have spent a lot of the time, a lot of time in the field with Joshua P. Warren, who is on his way back to Puerto Rico right now. As a matter of fact, uh, I tried to get him to uh, hang around and and do the uh, the inaugural 2017 episode. No, he's he's already headed for warmer climes. So right now, while you people are eating your milk sandwiches there at home, Joshua Warren is kicking back on on the beach. Is that like a milk? I, I, I'm just assuming because when everybody goes to the grocery store and buys milk oh, and bread that they're yeah. just making milk sandwiches for cold weather. That's a cold weather thing, right? Yeah. Uh, milk and uh, you got to have your milk and your bread. Right. And your beer. I always thought it was just French toast. Mm. Like lots of French toast. Yeah. Good, good stuff. Hour two, in any case, uh, let's adopt some ghosts. Or let's talk about, rather, how uh, several people have mentioned to me that they think that ghosts like attention and they're kind of like stray dogs if you feed them they'll follow you home you know that that's a very good observation and i i believe that yeah and you and i can talk about some examples oh, we've, yeah. we've adopted some ghosts around Asheville in in recent years and uh, they have? keep they keep popping in and saying hello that's a fascinating thing well you know we have uh, one famous one and you and i actually met at the cemetery a couple of years ago we'll tell that story in uh hour two that's the kind of good stuff people want to stay tuned for uh absolutely an incredible year 2016 and some since uh a year for for growth there's ex- excitement uh in the right uh family of businesses because not right. only are you associated with Wright's coin shop a proud underwriter of this program but now there's never more mystical arts. Yes, and you've both come in to see mm-hmm. me. Shelly, proprietress. Proprietress. That's a tricky word to say. I think I nailed it. I don't you know. Did. Is, that, is that a word until you just made <laughs> it up? It's a word. It's a it, word. It was used in, in that uh, newspaper article yes. in the Biltmore Beacon. Oh, a cute, yes. cute picture of Shelly there in uh, the Biltmore Beacon. Um, yeah. Tell us a little bit about it. And uh, where folks can find you, you're right down there next to your, your folks' coin shop I, on Sweeten Creek, right? Same building. It it used to be a, a little Central American tienda, and they had since moved on. We missed them. They were so nice. But it opened up this wonderful opportunity. And as soon as I came back from Oddfellows Asylum, I was in, what was it, last May, I was offered this incredible opportunity, and, and then things just kind of kind of uh exploded from there and and um mom and dad had no idea what to expect no one had any idea what to expect yourself included i know i know i i fought for everything i wanted though trust me when i say there were things that don't you want this no but, but folks, it all worked folks, out. Uh, people don't even know what this is. They know it's, Shelley's running a shop down there next to her parents' coin shop called Nevermore Mystical Arts. But here's here's the way I would put it. It is a, uh, wow, the inventory uh, for all things it is kind a thing. of strange, but not not necessarily well, skeptical. It's There's a lot of stuff in there for the true believers, right? Exactly. And scientific, practitioners. Practitioners, scientific equipment, all kinds of stuff. When I came in, what did I pick up? Uh, an amulet? 
You did. You picked an amulet up an amulet. and some herbs. Some herbs. Yeah. Yeah. I call it a paranormal boutique. That's good. Uh, yeah, I, I picked up a a candle and an amulet myself with a with a labyrinth design on it. Yeah, all kinds of neat stuff down there, folks. I encourage you to get by and check Shelley out at Nevermore Mystical Arts. Uh, what are the hours down there? Can you rattle them off? I can. Monday through Friday, ten thirty to five thirty. Saturday, twelve until four. Okay, that's off exit fifty one. Mm-hmm. It is. Exit 51 off Interstate 40, and what's the street number down there on Sweeten Creek? 1271. Right across from Retrolube. Just mm-hmm. uh, north of Rock Hill Road. Uh-huh. Or south. Is it south of Rock Hill? North-south? North, you know be, where the Retrolube is. It's just north. Barney Five Star is parked on, on the left when you're driving from I-40 yes. and the Wright's Coin Shop and Nevermore Mystical Arts on the right. It, you'll find it. You got a phone number down there, Shelley? I, oh gosh, what's my uh, phone number? <laughs> uh, five, you, had, you had your chance. Oh, five thirty-one eighty-two. I'm pretty sure. Let me let me just check. We'll we'll confirm it's, that. Anyway, uh, a great uh, new year in store for us. I I I can feel it, Joshua. I don't want to spoil thing. I, Josh has given me free reign to come in here and talk about all things paranormal and i i had the pleasure of hanging out with josh he was back in town for a couple of months and i had the pleasure of hanging out with him on several occasions talking at length about things that he is going to unveil for you in coming weeks uh and i don't know how much i'm allowed to say about certain projects and you know how josh likes his cliffhangers but so i will tease a little bit in the spirit of jpw and say that he has announced that 2017 is the year that we will have definitive scientific proof of ghosts. That's a pretty bold claim, and he kind of outlined it for me, For me, and I believe it. Here's one of the things I always enjoy about hanging out with Josh. If you haven't had any Joshua P. Warren time in, uh, in a while, and you get kind of jaded, and you're like, oh, is all this stuff just... Uh, hocus pocus is it just uh, something we do to entertain ourselves and then you hang out with josh and you see the gleam in his eye and you realize uh this guy is restoring your faith your sense of childlike wonder and mystery and it, it's fun to to hang out and with then josh you wonder where you that can... hand is coming up on your thigh and you're like hey stop it buddy what are you doing yeah, yeah, that too. But we'll save that for the Dark 30 hour because hour three, of course, that's the one that uh, decent people will want to tune out and uh, put the kitties to bed because you may potentially hear some outrageous material. And, uh, hey, we've got uh, we've got two Floridians here in the station. All, all the testosterone in the room Listen, is Floridian. I, don't, I do not. Identif- Listen, I have lived in Asheville now for 27 years. Um, okay, so I, re- I'm, I lived in Florida for less, 13 years, mm, something like that. Yeah, it, it's, uh, it's, so it's I, with you for life, though, no. Sam. It's, it's, it's like a tattoo or no, a scar. I totally <laughs> identify myself as a North Carolinian now. Oh, you've been through therapy and well, everything? 27 to get rid years. Of the- <laughs> <laughs> I was here when there was nothing downtown, you know, like when Asheville was not what it is now and Lexington was kind of shady and there was like, what do you want was the only store in Haywood Road. 
you had the record store, and that was like the only reason to go over there. That or getting like an old refrigerator repaired. <laughs> okay, you let know? me soften let me soften the description a little bit and say that you are familiar with Florida in yeah. the sense that you you can relate in the to biblical a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can relate to a lot of the uh, strangeness and uh, inappropriate behavior. I still go down from time to time. To not, Florida. Not proud of it, but yes, to yeah. Florida. <laughs> yeah. But Oh, well. Yeah, anyway, uh, Dark 30 Hour, I'm sure we'll be ringing the bell. Shelly's got it over there on standby, and I'm sure <laughs> we'll get to use it a little bit. Uh, the uh, Speaking of Strange staff has provided us with uh, a, a pile of papers over here, a ream of papers, if you will, relating to... The Dark Thirty material, and you you folks know what it is. It's a, it's often of a seedy nature. Shelley, what was the adjective that you said you you approved of earlier? You ran across it in one of the articles. Lascivious. Lascivious. Isn't that a great word? Yeah, some lascivious. <laughs> Scrumtrulescence. Oh yeah, lascivious tales. But that's in the third hour. So now let's let's just. Uh, Think about 1999, or rather 2016. We lost some great folks, and um, let's pay tribute and talk about some of our favorites when we get back from the first break. Guys, how about it? I'm down. Uh, Do we have enough time in the segment to go through that many people? No, I think we'll just hit the high spots, but uh, we'll, we'll all chime in. All right. Thanks for listening to Speaking of Strange.
He went to fight wars for his country and his king of his honor and his glory. The people would sing. Ooh, what a lucky man he was. Ooh, what a lucky man he was. A bullet had found him. His blood ran. Lucky man to be hosting Speaking of Strange here in the pilot seat for Joshua P. Warren. I'm Vance Pollock, joined in the studio by investigator Shelley Wright and producer Sam the Animal Steel. That was Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. And for me, it rather bookended the year in death, 2016, because early in the year, uh, Keith Emerson, the man on the Moog there, uh, shot himself, and then more recently, uh, Greg Lake, the guitarist and vocalist, uh, both lucky men, by the way, uh, passed away, and uh, that leaves Carl Palmer, the the drummer from Emerson Lake and Palmer. Anyway, uh, interesting thing about Keith Emerson, he was very fond of Asheville, and he was very tight with Bob Moog, and he helped popularize. The Moog synthesizer. Before uh, Keith Emerson pretty much uh, took the world by storm, that solo at the end of Lucky Man, by the way, uh, one of the essential Moog solos to uh, help cement that instrument in, in pop music. Before that, people thought it was just a novelty thing. It was mostly heard in like commercials or, you know, alien novelty type things i was but, lucky enough to get to go to right uh, probably a year or two before he passed away to a small lecture he gave at unca as part of the moog fest when no, he was this, in town or? this was uh i think no i'm talking about bob moog oh, oh okay yeah yeah this was um and uh he was giving like in a small classroom and he had like a whole synthesizer setup you know and uh my dad took me and so there's maybe 50 people in the room. That was pretty cool. Right. Well, well Keith Emerson was in town a couple of years ago for Moogfest, and he performed uh, uh, the Tarkus Suite, which is uh, one of their epic tunes. You know, these prog rock bands that have 23-minute songs. They're like uh, orchestral. Yeah, he played the entire Tarkus Suite at Diana Wortham Theater, I think. And uh, he also did some workshops and lectures and things like that. But anyway, Keith Emerson, one of the sad 
points about his death is they say, you know, he, he was about 70 years old or whatever in arthritis, and he just couldn't, he couldn't kill it on the keys like he used to, and uh, he was still uh, producing and uh, and writing and everything like that. And internet critics were uh, were just being cruel, and they said he was one of these guys that actually read that stuff and took it to heart, you know, and it, it was depressed because of the way people treated him as an aging star, you know. You really, so that kind you know, of sucks. Like you- I think if you're of that level, like, and when he came up, there was no internet, obviously. And if you had a bad review in Cream or Rolling Stone or something, you know, that'd be one thing. But now anybody can be a critic, and you just get, really got to not. He's listening to tell, some lame thirty-year-old yeah. guy living in his mom's basement. You know, uh, <laughs> you can't really put too much cre. I mean, because everybody's got an opportunity to voice something. Not everybody's going to like your stuff. You know. But anyway, that that would be uh, my. Uh, Deepest sense of musical loss, 2016. Really? Uh, Keith, Keith Emerson More and so Greg than Lake. Prince. Yeah, yeah, because Keith Emerson, Greg Lake, for me, those guys are as classic. They're up there with Yes, which is up there with uh, Pink Floyd, which is very close to you know any of that progressive rock stuff. I don't think you can you can remove Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. You have to be one of these people who got it. At the time, which surprises like me because of your love of uh, you know garage rock. Oh, I like trash rock, absolutely. Yeah, which is short, but, sweet to the point. Yeah, which is the opposite of Rick Wakeman doing a twenty-minute you know synthesizer. I'm, I'm a multifaceted lover of rock and roll music, as we'll hear. Josh has given me free reign to to play with the bumpers and intros and everything tonight. So uh, if you if you miss uh, <laughs> miss some of Josh's. Uh, favorites his old standbys uh let us hear about it and uh, <laughs> make sure next time a, a recording uh or uh, the next time a uh, uh episode of speaking of strange happens that we'll we'll get some of your old favorites back in there but uh, tonight uh, i took it upon myself to to tweak most of the music uh, curated by yours truly vance pollock and um shelly who do you who do you uh, choose as the person who passed away in 2016 that, that most uh, struck you with a sense of loss? I mean, there were a bunch of them. That was tough. I mean, there there were a bunch of them. David Bowie. That David was huge Bowie. for a lot of people. Uh, Bowie was huge for a lot of people, and that, that, that really hurt. I was not – I can't say that I was a tremendous David Bowie fan, but um, not bad. Not bad, and he certainly uh, contributed to some of the more strange elements oh, yeah. in uh, in music. He yeah. he was uh, yeah the man who fell to earth, uh, you know, star man, all that sort of stuff. He was uh, he was kind of fascinated with the UFO sort of contactee concept, and some people say that he he believed that he was abducted or uh, descended. <laughs> From uh, yeah, from from aliens. So, David Bowie. I'm looking at uh, a list here, so I can't say that I'm pulling this off the top of my head because there's so many. But man, uh, Gene Wilder, right? Oh yeah, Gene Wilder was a big one, and uh, also um, uh, who, who was the other? I mean, Prince for me was and Gary Shandling. Yeah, wow. Those are two. Those were two biggies. This is Gary Shandling show. The theme to Gary Shandling show. This is the theme to Gary show. The opening theme to Gary show. <laughs> Gary Shandling, very, very great uh, sort of dry 
humor. I love that. There was a, a sketch from uh, the Gary Shandling show that stuck with me. Uh, for some reason, they were walking down the sidewalk, and, and one of the neighborhood kids was standing by a lamppost uh, smoking a cigarette. And the lady that was with Gary said, hey, isn't that, uh, isn't that Norman smoking a cigarette? And Gary Shandling stops and looks at him, and he says, yeah, but he does look pretty cool. <laughs> Dan Haggerty passed away in 2016. Remember, uh, he was uh, uh, Gentle Ben. Oh wow! Wasn't that Gentle Ben? The wasn't it the Bear Show? Yeah, or, or Grizzly Adams. Grizzly Adams. Thank Grizzly you. Adams. Okay. Gentle Ben was was like the pet baby bear, but yeah. Grizzly Adams was a man Ted who was Clint, living out in the Clint wild. Howard, I believe, was in Gentle Ben, wasn't he? Run. Clint Howard was in. Yeah, he was. Uh, Get all those, all those still, child still stars, alive. Still all those alive. child stars of TV syndication of the 1970s on WTOG Channel 44. Oh, you Dr. Paul Bearer. Right. Born in Asheville. Was he really? Yes, he Get was. Out. Dick Bennick was born in Asheville, North Carolina in 1928. I never knew. I loved Dr. Paul Bearer. Wow. You learn something new every day. Right. Uh, we're going to hit a break here, folks, and uh, come back and talk a little more about 2016, the year that was. Speaking of strange, with Vance Pollock in for Joshua P. Warren. South will rise again, but according to uh, Herschel Gordon Lewis's screenplay for 2000 Maniacs, uh, they would rise on centennial 
occasions uh, associated with the Civil War, at least the ghosts of the, the dead would rise and, and wreak vengeance. 2000 Maniacs from 1962, a color drive-in movie gore classic by Herschel Gordon Lewis. H.G. Lewis, the godfather of gore, passed away in 2016. He was one of the most prolific Florida horror movie filmmakers, uh, responsible for films like Blood Feast and, uh, oh, all kinds of uh, great ones. Uh, The Wizard of Gore was one of his films. Uh, The Girl, the Body, the Pill, featuring uh, uh, Henny Youngman, I believe. Really? (laughs) Yeah. um, He he had uh, one, I'm trying to, Blast Off Girls, featuring Colonel Sanders. What? In a cameo, yes. So, uh, Herschel Gordon-Lewis, and here's what one claim he always made. All of his films made money because okay. <laughs> the budgets if your were budget, If your budget is 200 bucks, you Yeah, know. they say that he actually paid uh, most of his crew uh, with uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken because he would, he would uh, watch for... When you, if you end up watching any of this schlock, Where any would of these you find B movies, it? oh, it's it's online. Most of this stuff you can stream. The examples on um, Herschel Gordon Lewis movies on Netflix right now, those are his adult films, some softcore oh. films that he worked in, and so not not recommended by me uh, because the acting and the the uh, ad, the sense of adventure is not uh, there. But his gore films. Uh, Incredible! Probably the first time that we saw gore like that in color. I was looking up on eBay the other day uh, some posters. I was looking up a poster for. Do you remember Blood Sucking Freaks? Yes, very wrong movie. Yes, very wrong, <laughs> very wrong, very wrong. But uh, you try finding a poster for it, it's kind of pricey. Yeah, I I, I remember the punchline scene about a certain hot dog made from body parts <laughs> uh, at the end of that film, Blood Sucking Freaks. Ugh. I wish you hadn't mentioned that. But, yes, uh, Herschel Gordon-Lewis uh, did make films in that vein. He also helped popularize a a genre or subgenre known as exploitation or redneck exploitation. Huh. 2000 Maniacs had a twist of gore and rednecks or exploitation. And our friend Joshua P. Warren also has his own entry into that genre. I've got it in my Google Drive. <laughs> Inbred rednecks. Have you seen Inbred Rednecks? Yes, Shelley? I loved it. I loved, <laughs> and and at one point I'm watching it. I'm like, what? I, I, know, I know that guy. I, is this the name of that guy? And yeah, I, I had worked with that guy at another radio station. I remember having to go. Uh, there was the video store on Patton uh, by the KFC. Uh, I think it's like a Wicker Warehouse now or something. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? By Octopus Garden. I go in there and I would have to keep going in. It was like one copy there. And it would always be rented out, and I finally rented it, you know. And I didn't even know Josh then. No, I knew about Inbred Rednecks and uh, Haunted Asheville from about the time it came out. And it was years before I made the connection that the man responsible for this this very uh, footnoted and academic book was also this, you know, this young guy right out of high school <laughs> had made another, Red another weird uh about rooster fighting this is the year of the rooster so maybe inbred rednecks is uh is bound to uh, make a big comeback this year i got out of high school took a year off or two or something <laughs> went to ab tech and i was taking a creative writing class and uh this 
they we had a special guest come in, and it was Joshua P. Warren, who had just started Shadow Box Enterprises. Or right. Any, uh, mm-hmm. And he, we're the same age, so I was like, man, this guy's like the same age. I'm doing nothing <laughs> over here. And he had just written, you know, Haunted, um, Haunted Asheville. Right. Of which I have a first edition autographed copy, and he doesn't. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was asking him about... Uh, some of his earlier books that are long out of print and never saw a second edition, Plausible Ghosts. I got that the other day at a Goodwill. Speaking of Strange, the book. I got Speaking of Strange, the book. You got a copy book. of it? Yes, I got it at the Goodwill, texted him a picture, and was like, <laughs> check it out. He's like, I hope you bought that. I was like, I bought it. It's rare. He says there are probably five, were probably 500 copies of that one. Speaking of Strange, before the radio show, there was the book. I can bring I it in next time and we can... All... You, you found it at, at Goodwill. Good yeah. for you. I bought one uh, at Downtown Books and News and paid 30 bucks for it. But, I paid uh, 75 cents. <laughs> you got the better deal. But anyway, yes, yeah, speaking of Strange, the book, you're going to want to go to JoshuaPWarren.com. Shelly, is there a period after the P? No. JoshuaPWarren.com. And, that should be a, the T-shirt. That should be a good T-shirt. There's no period after the P. No, <laughs> no JoshuaPWarren.com. And you'll sign up for the uh, free and spam-free email newsletter to stay apprised of all the goings-on in the Joshua P. Warren universe, of which we back here in Asheville are only a tiny emote in the universe of Joshua special, P. Warren. Special edition wands. You never know. <laughs> you never know. You never know. TMOs, Tibetan meditation orbs, one of my favorites. I don't know if he still has copies of Keep This Booklet By Your Toilet, one of my favorite Joshua P. Warren titles. Never I don't seen have that, that one. one. Oh, yeah, yeah. There, there's a special name for it that we can't talk about on the air. Oh, okay. Let me know during the break. Okay. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Shelly, we were reading down the necrology of 2015, and a couple names popped there. That, 16. Uh, 2016, uh-huh. right. Ah, uh, yeah, the year in review. Uh, it is. I, I get my years mixed up. We're, we're That's old. what happens when you get old. Glenn Fry of the Eagles. That one hit you. That that hurt. That did. I love the Eagles. Yeah. Well, I, we, we're still friends. Well, I, I should <laughs> hope so. I know people who... who try to hate on the eagles but of all my eagles he was one of my he was probably my favoritist eagle yeah he's mine and you know that was some toe tapping stuff on the radio back in the day though now you have to be all cool and 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 say i was always that cool (laughs) what about elo you know i don't think they get enough respect Mm, your outro your outro song coming up i can respect but uh (laughs) Oh, have we got that coming up? No. How much? No, not not yet. We got time. Uh, Herschel Gordon Lewis, back to Herschel. Uh, God rest his soul. Um, I was such a fan that I traveled to St. Cloud, Florida, which is in in the yeah. It's on the outskirts of Lake Buena Vista, pretty much. It's it's in the territory of the rat. It's in the territory you know, of hot. <laughs> that, too, which I think explains a lot of the craziness that happens in the Dark 30 uh, coming out of Florida. But, uh, yeah, I traveled to St. Cloud and and visited some of the locations that he used from uh, 2000 Maniacs. When I was in South Florida, I went down to Miami and, and met a lady who had done locations for him around Miami. You're like a fan fan. A fan fan. I corresponded with him, emailed with Herschel for off and on for 15 or 20 years. So it was a personal loss. Herschel Gordon Lewis was a big fan. Here's another thing uh, in the 
vein of uh, exploitation. He did a uh, film called Moonshine Mountain that was shot in North Carolina, and he set up the production company in, down in Charlotte, and he got a Charlotte uh, uh, band, the Catalinas, to record a couple songs for the soundtrack to Moonshine Mountain. That's some pretty cool stuff out there. Collector's items, 45s, this Catalina's, Herschel Gordon-Lewis, Moonshine Mountain, and what's the title of one of the songs? Oh, I Love That Old White Lightning is one of the songs. Uh, I take it it was a movie about moonshine running. It was a, a movie about moonshine running and inbred rednecks. There you go. Josh took his I, cue. I did not know anything from, about him. I have to go check, do a little delving into this topic. You, you will enjoy Herschel Gordon Lewis. Might I suggest you start with uh, 2000 Maniacs? And uh, we we had uh, Gene Wilder. We, we, did we mention Gene? Of course, he's another movie uh, legend. Man, I mean, and you know, in the, the final, you know, the last how many years of his life, he just, he wasn't a, he was a self-imposed recluse. Right. You know, like he just, he wasn't out at functions. You didn't see him when after Gilda Radner died, he just kind of shied off and, and you never knew what he was up to. But, you know, uh, while he was around, he was such a, you know, you, you watch some of those old movies. That he such, was, a, such a funny guy. Young Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein, one of my all-time favorites. Classic. Of course, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, uh, man. Wonka, the original. And I think he, he nailed that. Uh, I, I mean... He, he played that character characters to such a T that that's why the remake really got flounced. You he know, had, people hated on that remake because the original was so so. He had the ability great. to like you know, like when he was mad at Augustus Gloop or whatever, like he could be like really mean, and then like you know he's singing and he you could see the gentle spirit in him. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like uh, you could you could feel his good vibes. Right, vindictive and yet. Uh, and then, then you had the Richard Pryor era, like where they were making the movies, uh, Stir Crazy. Um, they did like three or four, didn't they? Where was was Gene Wilder in Bustin' Loose? What was the one where he was blind? There was one where he was blind, Richard Pryor was deaf, like, or see no evil, hear no evil. <laughs> so, uh, they, yeah. they had like that whole run, too. And uh, a lot of people forget about those as well, just... Uh, uh, we Good we, we got to mention uh, Carrie. We got to mention uh, the princess, Princess Leia. In in recent news, <sighs> I've I've uh, seen that people are petitioning Disney to uh, make Princess Leia one of the official Disney princesses. How do you feel about that? Well, I think she belongs. I mean, I, I mean, she's not she's not what you think of as a Disney character. But heck, Disney's got it now, and they're going to be making these movies for eternity. So. I think Princess Leia as a Disney princess works for me. Works for me. And then, and then her mom, the same, the day after, passing away as well. We're going to take a break about gonna, that. We'll, reflect, we'll jump, we'll reflect on back. all the yeah, all the good memories these folks left us with. Thanks for listening to Speaking of Strange.
The final minutes of hour one here on Speaking of Strange, I'm Vance Pollock in the captain's chair for Joshua P. Warren. The Ramones we left out on a Ramones number came back in on a Ramones number because uh, me and Sammy over here, we, we like the Ramones, to put that lightly. You heard us going off the entire commercial break about how we oh, yeah. love the Ramones. Yeah. I mean, what kid growing up uh, late 70s, early 80s didn't love the, Ro- the I, Ramones? I'm the- 40 years old, and I, <laughs> I, if I have a bad day, I go home, I put on my headphones, get my bass, and play along with Rock and Roll High School and uh, Roger Corman movie soundtrack <laughs> and just feel the first great. The first Ramones I remember, KTEL Rock 80, rockin', rock and roll radio, let's go! Yeah. Man, it, it changed my life for the better. And, uh, Pet Cemetery, they, uh, of course, uh, on the soundtrack to the film uh, of the Stephen King story, uh, but the official video of Pet Cemetery, Joey Ramone is wearing a pterodactyl club t-shirt, yeah. and the pterodactyl club was the underground club in Charlotte, North Carolina. Really, they love the Carolinas, man, and uh, some of their some of their most hardcore, diehard fans were here in North Carolina. Some of the guys who followed them around made the Ramones their Grateful Dead. Well, you yeah. always hear about the Deadheads, who who there must have been. Droves of them that you know, just went Charlotte, around. You still got the Milestone in Charlotte, which is like a very famous punk club, basically like a gutted out house in a really bad neighborhood. And it's got, you know, autographs on the wall, like, you know, sticker, original Bad Brain stickers and right. black flags. There's, and still on the wall, there's like a, a, a Johnny Ramone and a Dee Dee Ramone spray painted autograph, like up on the wall. From, very nice. Uh, uh Simi Mosley, who designed the Moserite custom guitars, oh, yes. uh, the Ventures played Moserite guitars Very exclusively expensive. on Very some expensive. on some of their uh, early uh, records, uh, like Ventures in Space. Simi uh, Mosley was still making guitars in the '80s, but he had relocated his shop to uh, Burke County. Really, Simi Mosley was making Moserite guitars just down the roads here. Wow. He could have stood on the roof of his factory and watched the Brown Mountain Lights. Wow. Uh, Jonas Ridge, North Carolina, and Simi Mosley is buried at Jonas Ridge. Really? I found uh, uh, some photographs from backstage at the Pterodactyl Club of Johnny with his Moserite custom 
Eddie, and Simi Mosley, and Simi Mosley, you know, that's pretty cool. Simi Mosley just, uh, you know, to drive down to Charlotte from uh, Jonas Ridge over in Burke County, no big deal. Go down there, meet uh, Johnny Ramone, uh, get a picture taken, and they gave Simi a uh, a leather tour jacket. Oh, I don't know what wow. tour that was. Probably Brain Drain, or you know, one of those late eighties. That's, that's on my early nineties car list. I would, you know, I mean, I maybe could afford an Eastman, which is like a Mosrite ripoff clone. But, like, actual Mosrites are just becoming so expensive. I know of some people here that have some of the late model Carolina-made Mosrite guitars. So uh, if you're uh, you're ever in the market or, or you just uh, want to hold one, <laughs> I, I know some people. That's the uh, Ramones-Carolina connection. And uh, like, like I say, it's pretty cool that one of the most legendary custom guitar builders in the world ended up uh, just... And, and Bob Moog. Yeah, I absolutely. Mean, so, uh, Who in the, the last, was he still alive when they were, he might have already passed when they started working on the Moog guitar. Um, I, I don't know. I, I tried to call Bob up on the phone in about 96 or 7, and he was out for a walk. His, <laughs> his wife or daughter or somebody else answered the phone, and I said, is Bob Moog there? Oh, oh that's, that's uh, a huge, I, when people do that, I'm just like, oh, I cringe. Yeah, but how do you know the first time? I mean, they say if you mispronounce a word, you you learned it by reading. Danzig said never make fun of someone for for mispronouncing a word. It means they learned it from reading. That's fair enough. And we trust Glenn Danzig, don't we? Yes, we do. (laughs) (laughs) I could talk music the whole three hours. (laughs) Josh is going to be like, where's the paranormal content, Vance? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of a rock and roll guy, but I think rock and roll and the paranormal... Hand in hand. Oh, I want to hear Danzig. <laughs> we might do it. I might have you a Danzig show. Mother! <laughs> That's what I'm going to hear! <laughs> oh, my goodness. This first hour has been a lot of fun. Next hour, let's talk about adopting ghosts and some personal experiences. I'm adopted. <laughs> from uh, investigator <laughs> Shelley Wright. Uh, Flies by. Speaking of strange. Love is love.